Welcome to Confessions of a Melanated Queen, a podcast designed to celebrate achievements within black culture. Here's your host, Dr. Lauren Meeks. Hey, family. Welcome back. I'm so excited to introduce you to my next guest. Drina Johnson and I met a couple of years ago while I was interviewing for a job. Drina was employed at that organization at the time, and though I didn't get the job, we promised to keep in touch. So this week, my confession to Drina was that she has been a true pillar in our community. Within the last few years, Drina has served as an advocate for our youth, helping low-income first-generation students matriculate through college. She is a self-proclaimed inspirationalist, motivational speaker, and a professional DJ. In this interview, she shares how her brand, 3Snap, started. She shared how she uses her platform to motivate and inspire others and how she could be of service to you as well. So Dreen and I talked about that long, dreadful interview I had and how we are so happy we still had a chance to meet, although we did not get a chance to work together in that capacity. So I'm super excited for you to meet her. Sis, Ms. Drina Johnson is here. What's going on? How's it going? That confessional was pretty dope. I remember that day like it was yesterday. Yeah, it was like all day long. And then it was like, now nah, we chose somebody else. It's like, okay. Yeah, I was I was really mad about that. But <laughs> okay, whatever, we're still here together right now. We are still here together today. And thank you so much for coming on because like in the last couple of years, you know, you, you were already doing some pretty dope stuff at the time. Anyway, when I met you outside of the work you were doing there, but mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've watched you evolve and you've added some things to your brand and I'm pretty excited about it. So why don't you tell us what it is that you do? Um, well, my name is Drina Johnson and, um, Drina Johnson is a brand of inspiration. Um, so I'm an author, I'm a poet, I'm a DJ, and I also like to call myself an inspirationalist. Um, and what that is, is a person who, um, just wants to inspire people through everything that they do. So I feel through my writings, through my poetry, through my DJing, through music, through everything that I do, I want to inspire people and I want to give people hope that they can do anything that they want to do. All right. Awesome. I mean, and you, you've worked with young people, you've worked with all types of, you know, um, generations, you know, so I've seen you do a number of different things. Yeah. As of lately, though, I, I'm noticing a lot of inspirational videos and different mm-hmm. things. I mean, they inspire me. So tell us about that and why you transitioned to that. Right. So um, I think for the past two years, um, I've been uh, focusing on rebranding. I think I got my brand up to where I wanted to be now. And people know me as a DJ or an author, but people really wouldn't see me as um, a motivational speaker, which I did forget to mention earlier. I, I do want to kind of navigate in that route as well um, with speaking in front of crowds, uh, especially the, the young people. Um, so with motivational speaking, I realized that I want to put more videos out there um, on my social media platform to um, inspire people to keep going. Um, I feel like I have a unique connection with uh, people out in the world, and I think I speak truth. Um, I'm very genuine about you know having people to listen to what I say and feel motivated and feel inspired. So that's the reason why I decided to um, you know do more inspirational videos 
Um, and my goal is because of social media, you know how it is today, people's attention span is very low. So I've been trying to, you know, keep the video short and simple. So I always try to think about what can I say? What is something that I've been through lately that I feel I can kind of, you know, talk to people about within 30 seconds and get them to feel inspired? Um, so yeah, so I've been doing those because I want uh, more people to know, know me as a motivational speaker. Um, I do want to eventually get more gigs that way. Um, I had my first speaking engagement back in May. I was the um, commencement speaker for Kosminski Community, Kosminski Community Academy, which is my uh, former grammar school. I graduated from there. Um, so that was like super huge for me. Um, and when I was on the stage, it just felt so right. So I know that I want to continue down that path, which again is the reason why I did. I, I do those inspirational videos on my platform. I did. I saw that. And I was going to mention that, that I saw you, you were at a graduation and you were speaking at the commencement. And I thought that was pretty amazing, you know, because I am familiar with the work you do with young people, period, just helping them through college and assisting them and just, just really being there for people when they need it. Mm -hmm. So now tell me about why, because your, your brand um, falls under, so you have your name brand and then you had three snaps. Tell us about that. And what's the significance of that name? Um, so there's Drina Johnson and then there's three snaps. And when I was brainstorming on how to brand both of them, um, I realized that I didn't want to separate the two. I didn't want to have two Instagram pages. I didn't want to have two Facebook pages. I didn't want to brand them separately. So I wanted to brand them together. Um, and I sat down with the person who I was making my logo with and I was telling him that. And I mean, we just talked about how it could work out. I mean, you have people like who does it already, like Childish Gambino. Um, he's known for um, multiple things and he has two different names, but people still know him for who he is. And that's kind of where I want to go. Um, so Drina Johnson, that is my books. That's my motivational speaking. Um, that's my poetry. And then you also have three snaps as well, which could also fit within uh, my poetry because uh, that's kind of where my name came from, Three Snaps. So I did poetry all my life. Um, when I was in college, I went into uh, spoken word. And when um, a person finishes their piece, people normally snap. So um, Three Snaps came from when you snap three times, normally in a Z formation, it means like, oh, you dope, you nice, that was, that was dope. So that's where three snaps came from. When I, was, when I started DJing, I'm like, what can my name be? And I realized I've been saying three snaps for over 10 years. So it was only right that, you know, my name be three snaps. So that's kind of where it came from. I like it. I love it. And so we're, we're going to get into your, your work as a DJ pretty quickly. But I want to touch on your book and the writing that you have done. So tell us a little bit about your book. So um, I published my book, A Growing Soul, um, in 2014, and the book is my book of poetry. It's my poetry from 13 up until 23, and it gives you a 10-year span of not only how I grew as a person, but also a writer as well. So you can go in the book, and you can look at the very first piece that I wrote, and then you can compare it to the very last piece that's in the book, and you can tell just how like a change it, it, it it's been like the way i use my words um the way i talk about things you can tell the growth 
um, in those two different pieces. But I mean, I wrote about a lot of stuff <laughs> during the time that I was writing those poet those poems. I was going through some stuff when I was younger. Writing was my escape. And I kept all of it. I kept all my poems. I kept all my journal entries. And I always knew I wanted to write a book. And I think I was sitting down and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make, I'm going to compile all of my poetry, some of my journey, journal entries. And I'm going to make it a book because I think that my writing and, and my poems could possibly help some, someone else if they sit down and they, and they read you know, some things that I was going through or some things that I was thinking about. So, um, yeah, I published that back in 2014. Um, it's called A Growing Soul, The Poetry of Drina Johnson. And you can get that on my website, drinajohnson.com. So one of the things that I would like to do um, on this particular episode, for those who are listening, if you want a copy of A Growing Soul, you will need to talk to me because I'm giving out a free copy to one of our listeners, maybe two listeners. We'll see. And so Dre and I will talk offline about how I can get a copy, but I will make sure that uh, we do have a giveaway. So we like to do that on our show. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So, so you mean to tell me that when, and not if, but when Confessions of a Lady Queen has their first event, then not only you could be our official DJ, but you may be able to get on the mic and drop some some oh, some yeah. language too, Absolutely. you know, some Absolutely. words. <laughs> You're guaranteed I'm your DJ for sure. That's like no question about that. And I would definitely get on the mic and, and spit something, you know, yeah. bust the mic a little bit. I mean, I would love to have that. So, I mean, that's definitely happening. In fact, I, I you know, one of our, our guests just a few weeks ago, she, uh, she and I were talking about event planning and I had said that I have an official DJ and it was you that I was talking about rather than <laughs> you knew that or not. So, <laughs> so well, I'm glad, I'm glad. So if people wanted to kind of tap on your shoulder about DJing, what would that look like? Is this something like, you know, they'll just give you a call or they reach out to you on your, your website and then they'll give you some, some dates they're looking at? What does that look like? Yeah. So, I mean, however you can get my contact information, people can reach me on my website, um, on my Instagram, my Facebook. Everything is pretty open. Um, I have a business number. I have a personal number. My Instagram is my business page. So there's a way that you can email me there. My website is drinandjohnson.com. Um, I try to make it as easy as possible. So however way you can, you know, find to reach me, I think I'll be open to any of it. So with, with your work as a DJ, do you have a particular genre of music that you work with or is it whatever people like or what are your standards? I, I try to be as versatile as possible. Um, I think my favorite to spin right now, this day, would probably be house music. I've been getting really into house music. I've been trying to really get deep into it because house is like amazing. Um, what house music can do to your body is crazy. Um, but I love house music. I try to, like I said, I try to be versatile so I can do hip hop, R&B, old school. Um, not too long ago in the summer, um, I did um, like a five-year-old party. I think it was, it was, some, it was something like a, um, like a quinceanera party. So it was like a lot of, you know, Spanish music. So I was doing that. Um, opening my eyes for that. I'm, I, I know I need to get into techno. So like DJ, it's, it's, you can go so far with it. And I'm so um, into 
learning the craft as much as I can. So I don't want to stick to like one specific genre or just know um, a few genres. I really want to learn the craft and I want to learn all the genres I can possibly do. Um, so if somebody wants to call me from Colorado or call me from New York or something, I can be prepared, you know, to rock the house. So Got you, got you. So in the meantime, you know, you're really building your brand as a motivational speaker and you inspire individuals. What inspires you or what motivates you to want to do that work? Um, I really just think it's just, you know, where I came from and just the experiences that I've, that I've been through and where I'm at now. And I really just think it really takes a certain mindset for you to really go after what you want. Like it's life is tough. It, it's hard. It throws so many different challenges. And it's like, sometimes I understand when somebody wants to give up or when somebody just wants to, you know, just not do as much as they used to, or, you know, whatever the case may be, it's hard. And I feel like just the things that I've been through, um, I always look back at the experiences that I, I've been through and the lessons I've learned, and I realize that it's all a journey. Like it's a journey, and you go through these things, and it's your it's it's your job to look at the journey, look at the lessons, and you have to learn from them in order to keep going because you're always all challenges are always going to be there. Um, so it's, you kind of got to have like a, a certain mindset. Um, to keep going. And I feel like I, I have that mindset and I'm always, I'm always working and I'm always trying to, you know, keep myself motivated as well. Um, but I think I can help people to keep going. Like I'm, I'm always talking to people about their goals and what they're trying to do. If they have challenges, how can I help? Why do you have these challenges? Just always having those intellectual conversations on how we can keep going and how we can move forward. So I think that's what inspires me to do the work is because I love to see people um, just reach their goals. And I love to see people smile and feel happy about moving on to the next level and leveling up and all that. Um, you know, like I said, I've been through, through some things and, and I'm just blessed to be where I'm at today. And it was all because I kept going. I kept my eyes on the prize. I didn't give up and um, I trusted the journey. And that's my tagline, trust the journey and embrace your growth. Now, do you have a daily practice or something that you do that keeps you going and keeps you motivated? Because I tell people all the time, you know, I listen to other podcasts, I read books, I'm an author, but I also read, you know, mm -hmm. I make sure that I'm, you know, on my 90 minute commute to work that I'm listening to inspirational stuff. What, mm -hmm. what do you use to kind of keep yourself grounded? Um, I definitely try to um, balance what I take in in my mental. Um, so definitely like music. I listen to a lot of um, positive, inspirational music. One of my favorite artists will probably have to be India Irie. Uh, one of them, I have so many, but India Irie just comes to mind because she makes very like positive music that will, when you listen to it, you're thinking like, oh, I, I can do this. Like, I can definitely do this. Um, 
So definitely listen to positive music. I, I listen to inspirational videos on YouTube. One of my favorite um, inspirational speakers would be Tony Robbins. Um, he's definitely great. Zig Ziglar, I listen to him as well. Um, so it's, I think it's just all about, with me, the biggest thing for me is um, the positive intake. So I try to put as much positive things in my mind as possible, whether it's um, you know positive quotes, whether it's positive music, whether it's something positive on TV. Um, I think that is something that definitely keeps me going. And of course, talking to my friends, going to the gym, um, you know, having time to myself where I stretch or I sit in the quiet and read a book or something like that. Um, I think those help as well. You had a recent post when you were talking about defeat. Um, now people can go check that out, but just give us an idea of what your thoughts are on someone being defeated or the process of being defeated or feeling like you're defeated. Um, yeah, I mean, like I was saying earlier, um, I think we all go through those challenges where it's, it can get, it can get tough. It can get really hard. And I mean, we all have those like easy decisions that we have to think about what we're going to do for tonight or what we're going to eat. But we also have like those big decisions that we have to make to get out of that feeling of being defeated. For example, um, I had a big decision to make um, for um, leaving a job. And when I was in that position, um, I, I felt, I don't want to say I felt defeated, but I felt close to it. Like I didn't feel myself. I was sad all the time. I was bringing work home. All, of, all I was talking about was that job. And I knew that I had to do something to get out of that feeling of feeling defeated. I guess I can say that I can say defeated. Um, so I just feel like if people feel defeated, the only thing that can really change that is you changing your situation. Um, and whatever that may look like, um, it's really up to the person and whatever they're going through is to really sit down and think about, you know, what's going on, why they're feeling defeated, and some things that they need to change to get out of that feeling of being defeated. And it takes a lot of self-reflection, which can also be challenging as well, because a lot of people don't know how to self-reflect and don't know what that necessarily looks like. So it takes a lot of practice. Um, but I feel like, I feel like that if the person is really, you know, um, really wants to, you know, get out of that, feeling of feeling defeated and things like that is going to take, you know, a lot of self-reflection and um, just motivation to get out of, to get out of that uh, feeling. So what advice would you give to someone? Because you, you believe in spreading love. You, you believe in the power of positivity. What mm -hmm. advice would you give to someone who struggles with that? You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're dealing with whatever they're dealing with, but they, they know that it's, it's, it's ideal to be positive. But mm -hmm. how, how can someone, you know, learn to spread love in a very unique way? And not just, you know, because not everybody's going to um, mm -hmm. make videos or get on a, a platform where, you know, the masses can see them, but just day-to-day -day stuff. What would you mm -hmm. say about that? Um, I would just tell like, one for sure, take it a day at a time. Um, it takes 21 days to create a habit. So practice on doing something for yourself 
every day. And like I said, take it one day at a time. So if day one means, okay, I'm not going to look at anything crazy on TV. I'm not going to listen to any crazy music. I'm going to just listen to positive music. And then the next day, if that means, oh, well, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to go to the gym. And then day three, just making a routine like and writing it down the things that you know you want to do to kind of change your mindset. Another important thing that people don't realize that I think I realized probably like a year or two ago, it it's it really who you surround yourself with too. So, you know, I know people have had, you know, relationships for a long time, whether that's a friendship or or being um, in, in a love relationship, but sometimes those people are not right for us. And, you know, that's the sucky thing about it. Some people stay in these relationships so long and they're um, settling. They don't know that it's affecting them and that it's affecting their mood and it's uh, affecting who they are. So, you know, just looking at that. Um, so I think the idea of thinking on a positive level, um, it's, it's going to take some time to train your mind like that. And it's going to, um, it's going to take some work, but it's definitely doable. But I think it's, it's really up to the person to really be, um, motivated and passionate and really want to, um, change their life for the better. And I mean, as far as like thinking positive and kind of changing their whole mindset about life and the challenges that it throws at you. Right, right. Well, I think that you are amazing and super inspirational. And so I've definitely watched you do a lot of wonderful things that we haven't even touched on. What are some of the things that you can think back on that made you realize that you know this is for me you know like just thinking back beyond even in your career just day-to-day lives like high school or grammar school or whatever it was Mm -hmm. um i think i think the 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 one thing that i always remember is when i found my purpose when i was in college and um it was my sophomore year going into my junior year so it was about 2011 is when i found my purpose i went to the university of missouri aka mizzou and I remember it was the summer. Um, I worked at Cold Stone in the summer making $7 an hour, which actually was $6 an hour, and you were guaranteed a tip every day. And I had to pay rent, and I was taking classes because I'm like, okay, I knew that you know, I couldn't afford to stay in school more than four years. So I was doing everything that I could you know, to get classes out the way. And um, that summer... Um, my roommates kind of didn't understand what I was going through. So I was secluding myself. I wasn't talking to them. I was just going to work. I was coming back. And then one night I came back and I was trying to register for my classes. And I realized that I had a hold on my account for about $3,000. And I just got nervous. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, if I go back home, like, I don't know, because I knew college was my, was my way out of the situation that I was that I was in when I was back at home in Chicago. So I was just like praying so much. And I, I remember listening to gospel music all night and I was praying, I was praying, I was praying. And um, I'm like, okay, cool. My friends, some people told me to go visit uh, the financial aid office. And they're like, you go visit Carlos. And they told me his name specifically. So I'm like, okay, cool. So the next day I went to the financial aid office. I sat down with Carlos and I'm just telling him my whole story. Like I got a hold on my account. I don't know what there can be done. Can I take out some more loans? And he put up my account and he was like, there's no hole here. 
I'm like, what? Like, I just, you know, there was just a hole there last night. He's like, no, a grant just went through this morning. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I was just so blown away from that whole situation. And I knew at that point that, you know, that was God, that, that like, those are my angels, you know, protecting me, which they have been doing for so long. And at that moment, I knew that my purpose was to um, inspire people and to, um, you know, help people get through the, the times they feel like they can't get through. Cause that was kind of, that was a tough situation for me. Right. I'm that, sure that was scary. Yeah, it was. Cause I mean, just the thought of me going back home was just, I, I couldn't even Im- imagine what, you know, how that would look like um, back then. But I mean, right after that happened, um, I did black women rock on the Mizzou's campus. Um, I founded that. And then um, I flew to black girls rock cause they found out about, black women rock. Um, so that was a great experience. Everything just kind of took off, took off then. Um, so that experience, that is when I found my purpose. And that's when I knew that my goal was to, you know, inspire people and, you know, let people know, hey, you can do whatever you want to do. Just keep your mind to it and keep pushing and they'll be done. That's amazing. And I will tell you this, God has always blessed every financial aid office with that one person who cares. So mm-hmm. Carlos was that one person. Who that one, and everybody knew it. I was like, go see Carlos. I'm like, okay. I'm telling you, I went to EIU and there, I can't remember her name. All I know is that she was not the um, most discreet person in the world. She would yell out your business. She had this very central Illinois, like Southern like accent. But at the same time, though, she, she knew her stuff. And this older Caucasian woman, I mean, she would be yelling out your business. I mean, you would really want her to lower her voice, but you want to listen to her because she knew her stuff. I can't remember her name. I only saw her a couple of times, but that was a person you had to go to. Like, yeah, you would get put on blast. But, you know, at the end of the day, your question would be answered, you know. Correctly. Right. So, you know, it's always well, shout out to them. Shout out to all the great financial aid advisors out there. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, that served as a catalyst for you, you know, and then you, and you move forward and to go to black girls rock is amazing. What was that like? It was awesome. It was so awesome. I was kind of mad because my driver, he came super early. So I missed walking the red carpet with all the celebrities. I was the first one there. People were like, oh, who is this? Who is this? I'm like, oh, this is the Black Girls Rock Pepsi winner. Um, but it was really cool. I mean, it was back in 2011. Um, I got to meet Taraji P. Henson. She was super dope. Um, Deborah Lee, she was super dope. Um, just the whole experience, it was just a room full of positivity. It was so amazing. It felt so good. So I definitely had a great time. I will never forget the experience. Um, and that's too, that's always something I think about to, to keep me pushing and keep me going and, you know, all of that. So, yeah, I definitely had a great time then. So you've had some pretty cool experiences. You have, you know, you have your name brand, you have three snaps, you're a motivational speaker, you inspire, you do videos and inspire and motivate. You are a DJ, you're an author. Is there anything on, you know, that's coming through the pipeline that we need to know about that we can look forward to? Um, well, I am working on my second book. I've been working on that for probably two and a half years now. And um, this book is taking longer because it's my first fiction book, which I'm really excited about. Oh, wow. So it's going to follow three women in the Chicagoland area. And um, it's going to follow their lives 
um, and the the trials that they kind of go through. And it's kind of like the movie Crash because they don't know each other first in the book. You can just see, the, the, the reader can see that their lives intertwine throughout the book. Um, so um, we'll be looking out for that. I'm still working on it. Hopefully I'll be done in 2019, so I'm working on that. And some other little stuff I'm trying to, um, you know, build my brand. I'm trying to network so I can get some DJing gigs outside of Chicago as well. Um, so, you know, a lot of little small personal goals in order to, you know, take us to the next level for the next year. That's awesome. And so with this particular podcast, we are, you know, recently tapping into different parts of the country. We've, we've uh, had conversations in California with folks, Mississippi, Louisiana, um, where else? We've talked to a few people throughout the country. And so, you know, you have some listeners out there. So if anybody's looking for a DJ. Yes. Hit me up. Like I am so inspired and I am so determined to get a gig and network with somebody by the end of the year. That's kind of like one of my uh, goals for the fourth quarter is to, you know, try to, you know, talk to somebody and and try to get something going, um, you know, before the new year. So I'm your girl. That's super cool though. So, you know, I always enjoy talking to you because you are so positive and you're always doing great things. I mean, a, a bunch of stuff that, you know, you probably don't even want to brag about, but, and so you're so humble. Thank you for what you do. I really appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you so much. And I definitely appreciate your words. It means so much. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just about what we do. I mean, this whole show is celebrating achievements within black culture. And so I like to remind people that that's what it's all about. And so you're definitely, especially, you know, Chicago girl represent, you know, you have, you work for the youth. I saw your commencement speech and it was, it was really awesome. I really enjoyed that. And I'm so proud of you to see you up there like that. I know you have many more to come. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. So how can people get in contact with you, whether it's for DJing purposes or, you know, they just want to network with you or they want you to come out and speak. Yes. So uh, my website is drinajohnson.com. That's D R E A N A johnson.com. Um, my Instagram is Drina Johnson. Um, my LinkedIn is Drina Johnson. My Facebook is Drina Johnson. If you just type in Drina Johnson or three snaps, something's going to come up. Um, and feel free to reach out. I'm open via email um, um, anytime. And look out for spring 2019. Confessions of a Melanated Queen will be working with three snaps so we can go ahead and get this party started. Absolutely. It's going to be off the chain. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. So details coming soon. So what would you say to our listening audience right now? Any last minute words of inspiration before we get out of here? Because I know you're busy. Yeah, I mean, I would just say trust the journey, embrace the growth. Just keep pushing. Know that it's all a journey. Everything is already written. You just got to believe it. Awesome. I appreciate that. Sis, Queen, thank you so much for coming through today. Thank you so much for having me. I love you so much. And I love you too. Love you back. <laughs> Can't wait for we can get we need to get together soon as well. We do. I mean, it's time for a meal. I mean, when I get over this little cold, you know, we need to sit down and talk about our uh, our party we're having in the spring. Absolutely, for sure. I'm looking <laughs> to it. Just let me know. Let me know. Okay. Well, everybody, it has been great. Thank you all for listening to my sister, Drina Johnson. Thank you all for supporting the podcast. Oh, 
please, this is so important. If you are enjoying the podcast, go to Apple iTunes and give us five stars and give us a review. It helps a lot. We want people to know about our show. And we want people to know what's going on in Chicago. I mean, that's one thing I really don't stress a lot is that this is filmed in Chicagoland area. So we do represent Chicago. But we also want people across the country to know what's happening. And we want people to network. If you are interested in being a sponsor for the show, let me know. I can always be reached at laurentmeeks at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on confessionsofamiladyqueen.com. All right, guys. It's been great. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Confessions of a Melanated Queen. Follow Dr. Meeks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dr. Lauren Meeks. If you have a confession, visit confessionsofamelanatedqueen.com and share your story. Peace and love.